Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode four. Well, not welcome back to episode four, but welcome back to my podcast. It's you, not me. This is episode four. It is a little bit late. Um, if you're hearing this, it's being... Wait, what's today? Um, you're, it's going to be released for... It's going to be Wednesday. Usually, I do Monday. I don't know why I got so confused with days of the week. It, I don't know. But I am a little late. I just had a super, super busy week. Um, Let's see. The last time we talked was pre-Valentine's Day. Um, Come Valentine's Day. Didn't do anything. Didn't not do a damn thing. Um, I got a Valentine's gift. I did receive a Valentine's gift. But I'm not going to say who sent the Valentine's gift. But I did receive one Valentine's gift, um, which was a surprise because I wouldn't expect this person to give me a gift, and they did. So it wasn't a total wash. Um, I, but I just chilled with my kids. That's pretty much it. I had my kids on Valentine's Day, and it was nice, you know. Um, I got them little gift bags, and we did the whole cupcakes, and just loved just loved on each other. A lot of hugs and kisses that day. So it was pretty good. Uh, that was also Super Bowl weekend, right? Uh, Super Bowl weekend, which everybody was talking about the halftime show. And I mean, don't hate me for this. Like, please don't. But I was not. Mm, I wasn't impressed with the halftime show. I'm sorry. I thought it was I thought it was flat. I thought it was super commercial. I mean, the choice of songs was... Yes, of course, they're going to play their hits. Eminem, like, was he singing over a track? Because, and of course, it's like, out of all the songs, out of all the freaking Eminem songs, like, yeah, pick that one. That one's so played out. I mean, when 8 Mile, it's it's the most commercial Eminem song, right? Uplifting, you know, what is it? Um... I don't even I can't even think of the lyrics right now. Um You only got one shot, blah 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 blah. Cause opportunity comes when in a lifetime. Oh, lose yourself. See? There you go. And I get it, you know, you gotta think of who the execs are in this uh in this um that are putting together this halftime show, right? I'm guessing they're a little on the pale side, if you know what I mean. So I don't think this is their preferred choice of uh, music so of course they're gonna come with these very um commercial radio version songs um I wanted more from Eminem I really did uh Mary J Blige I thought of course her vocals good but she sang that last song um I can't even think of it but it's like it was like a downer song like I get it your R&B but she has so many other like songs that I feel could have just fit that better than being a little bit dowdy. But I give it up to her because I think performance wise, 
um, she was putting on more of a show. I think she gave the show aspect. I know uh, Kendrick tried to give a little bit of that being down the box. I mean, Kendrick's Kendrick. I, I've, I've seen better showmanship as far as like performance wise out of Kendrick um, on other performances. And of co- again, he played his hits. Uh, that's cool. Dre, Snoop. I don't know. I just felt like the song choices were flat. And, you know, a lot of people weren't filling the set. And I get it. It was just like very blase. And I don't like how they were in those little rooms. Because I feel like when the camera is shooting in, it just... It doesn't give like the clear shot of the people on the bottom. Like you can't really see them if they're shooting up. There's like the the divider from the from the crates kind of like dividing it. I mean, if I want to get technical, that's kind of how I felt. I didn't feel the dancers were anything great. I felt like it was okay. It was okay. Was it the best halftime show? People were like, oh my god, this is the best halftime show ever. Really? Are you just jumping on the hype train? Like, let's be 100. Um... I just thought it was okay. 50 Cent, I mean, if that's going to be your special guest then. But I get it because that's Dre's guy, Eminem's guy. Like they're, you know, under the same blankets, of course. But I I mean, eh. I didn't even watch it live. I watched it on YouTube after. Because I just wasn't even... I. Oh no, that's I watched a little bit, but then my kid, like I, like I said, my kids were like not into it, so they want my son wanted to play PlayStation. I was like, okay, just play because he was driving me crazy, and I, I went in the room and then I, I watched it <clears throat> a little bit later on YouTube. Like it was posted like maybe within an hour or so after, and that's when I caught the rest of it. It was okay, it was okay, not the best. Um, there's been way better shows. I like performances like you don't have to be the greatest singer I feel like especially at moments like this like you're not purchasing tickets to see a concert right like we're not purchasing tickets to see them and their vocal abilities like it's a show the halftime show like people want to see a show they want to be ah and ooh and oh and that was you know this and that and unexpected I just didn't get that I just didn't get what I needed from these guys, you know? And that's cool. It's to each their own. Like some people, I feel like some people just jump on the hype train, you know? Like I want to know what makes that show great. I want to know. Tell me why you feel. If you feel that show was the best halftime show, why? Back it up with some facts. Facts I can respect. Opinions I can respect too, but this is mine. It wasn't all that. Um, yeah, so that was it. Again, I stood home for the Super Bowl because I have my kids that, that past weekend and we just chilled, you know, nothing too, too, uh, crazy. And that like kind of summed up like that big weekend, big weekend end day. And then like, um, I had no idea that the day after Valentine's day is like single awareness day. Sad. I had no idea. That's sad. I mean, I get it. Sad. S-A-D. But it's also literally sad. Figuratively and literally. I didn't know. I'm not sad that I'm single. Let's, Let's put that out there first. 
I am not a sad human that I'm single. Of course, I wouldn't prefer not to be single. I'm not. I love being in relationships. I mean, I'm just I, I love to have somebody. I don't like need to have them next to me 24 seven because I'm super busy and I have a crazy schedule and I and I do kind of like somebody like when I have free time, <laughs> I know I'm an Aries. I'm super selfish. Um, when I have free time, I do and would like somebody to feel that free time. But I don't need somebody to be with me 24-7. I don't need somebody calling me 24-7. I don't need somebody texting me 24-7. Um, but damn, why they got to call it sad for? It's like we know we're single. Like let us be. But it's all good. You know, it's it's a choice to be single. At least for me. Like, if I feel like it's not that hard to, like, go out and... I don't know. I say one I say one thing and then I contradict myself and say another. Like, oh, it's not that hard to go out and find somebody. Yeah, not to find just anybody. But, like, a person of quality, that's a whole different story. But... I, we're not going to get into that because I can bitch and complain about that for more than an hour. I could bitch and complain about being single for more than 45 minutes. And I'm not trying to harm your ears with my whiny voice about being single. It's cool. It gives me more time to work on my career. That's the upside. That's how I look at it. Focus. Be more focused. Men and relationships are a distraction. Because when I have one... I want to, like, be wifey, you know? I want to, like, make time for them. And I'm going to, like, rearrange my schedule for them. And I want to, like, accommodate them. And, and like, that makes me happy. Like, that actually genuinely makes me happy. But then everything else kind of suffers. Like, it trickles down, right? Because I start to accommodate somebody else. And so sometimes accommodating somebody else means that I have to move my life around. And that's not always beneficial. So anyways, that was that weekend. And then my week started. You know, I I recently worked on a project, a horror movie, my first horror movie, which, you know, is freaking awesome because I love horror movies. I never auditioned for a horror movie. Um, I It's so much more... Um, like, it's, it's super challenging. I must say, like, to, um, like, emote the emotion of fear and, and, and to, you know, physicalize fear when you're not actually scared, it's hard. Like, my body the next day hurt so it hurt so bad. I was in pain. Like my neck was so stiff. It's still stiff at like till this day. It's like barely feeling a little bit better. I, I'm also old. <laughs> I'm not in my 20s anymore. So that kind of, you know, like movement and just like the physicality of it took a toll. Mind you, uh, the director, who's also a friend of mine, warned me right he was like it's gonna like you're gonna feel like you're gonna be exhausted after and me being like a smart ass in my head I was like 
<laughs> this is gonna sound horrible, but like sometimes I think horrible things. Um, cause he was like, oh yeah, I did a movie and you know, it was like very taxing on my body and in my head. I'm thinking like, yeah, but like I work out and like, <laughs> I work out and like, you know, it's, it's not good. It's not like, it's <laughs> that alone is pretty fucked up. Right. Because I'm thinking like, this guy just don't work out. Like he's a little bit not in the same physical condition am I. So in my head, like I'm already like, like thinking like oh i'll be like a little tired because even after usually a shoot or a long shoot or something like when you do a photo shoot it is physically exhausting like my legs will be burning from being in high heels all day or standing in certain positions and like holding them for hours so i get like that taxing part but holy shit my body felt it was just dead it was dead i could barely and then i had like bruises like all over my hand like my my wrist like the tenon that goes from my my thumb to like down to my wrist it hurts so bad I I think I injured it because I had a handcuff on that hand and it was like pushing on that nerve so like it's it it hurts it's like tender it's a little bit numb still um I can feel like a pool on that on that little finger um but overall, it was it was a really freaking awesome experience, you know. I I mean, you can go on my Instagram right now and you can check out like the little trailer. It's up there and, you know, I'm just I'm like super excited and I feel super blessed to be able to have been part of that project um, to work with uh my friends and not only are they my friends but these are people I respect in the industry that I look up to that I feel are super talented and I value their opinion on my craft which is acting I value what they feel about how like what they feel about my acting and for them to compliment me and and you know for me to feel like I showed what I'm capable of doing and that's not all I'm capable of right I feel like that's if I can do that I can do beyond that right and it was just a really good a really good feeling uh being in the industry and coming from like a modeling background I feel like a lot of people don't respect um they don't respect my my craft they think they see me as a model trying to be an actress instead of seeing me as an actress that was a model. And it's two totally different things. And when I get the opportunity to kind of show or showcase like what my abilities are, um, I feel super proud of that. 1000%. I feel, I feel great. Right? So that was awesome. You know, I I can say that I in this trailer because you're able to see the trailer so I can give away that, you know, I am kind of held captive. Um, And I'm just look like garbage. Like if I was rolling around in mud and garbage and blood because I'm like just covered in dirt from literally from the tips of my hair down to my toes, my whole body was covered in dirt and blood and just i looked horrible um it 
it brings up this idea of like fear, right? I think it's like as as women, I think this is like some and not just women, but I mean I can only speak from a woman's perspective is that that is something that is a reality, right? To be kidnapped, to be tortured, to be held captive, to to be sexually assaulted. Like I think that is a reality and you know like when you're acting out something you know you have that in the back of your mind and it really just makes you think you know it's like wow like this actually happened like this is like there are psycho humans out there that do things like this and and it's it's crazy and to put yourself in that place mentally in order to like portray um, a, a scenario um, it, it, it is definitely like a mind thing. Like, you know, there would be times when we were filming cause I had to be barefoot the whole time and it hurt. Like by the end of the day, my feet were like swollen because I was barefoot and at the, you know, I'm like running and anytime they weren't shooting my feet, they would tell me like, you can put your shoes on, but I could not put my shoes on because for me putting my shoes on takes me out of that place where I need to be because now I have my shoes on and I have a comfort and it it's taking me out of character I know crazy actor stuff right but that's kind of like things like that like um to stay in that headspace but it was awesome I freaking loved it every bruise and scratch and pain and ache totally worth it I would do it a million times um over like I I would do it every day like you know that's the dream right (laughs) to do it every day like that's that's the dream but I mean I love scary stuff like that's like not so much gruesome I love scary like like being scared I don't necessarily need like the guts and the blood and the you know all that other stuff like that's that's a, like a different genre of of horror gore like i think it's called like gore gore or whatever um but a classic horror like uh i love it i love scary stuff i love scary movies even though like they get a bad like rep right because people look at horror movies as like bottom tier like oh another cheesy horror movie but like made right like horror movies are my favorite horror movie is what's my favorite horror movie i do love um i was digging like the paranormal like the first paranormal activity movie the peril the paranormal the paranormal activity with the one where like the little where it's like the mexican kid that lives in the apartments that one got me and i'm gonna tell you a, a quick little story so when that movie came out, I was living in El Sereno, which is in LA. And <laughs> I lived in like these little um, houses, like kind of like little little houses, but they shared a wall, but they were like side by side. And if you've seen anybody who's seen that one, right? It's the one where the little boy gets possessed, but it's because they're doing like brujeria or whatever, like um, his neighbor, like witchcraft. And he gets possessed, but it's, like, more based... Like, they go to, like, the... Like, the... 
the like the guys and the the women who like do like the like the limpias like the cleansings and stuff and they you know all that stuff like brujeria i don't know i don't know how to like what the like translations are and i don't even speak spanish but i i learned these things in spanish and like that's how i can understand them but so that freaked me out that paranormal because i felt like it hit home i was like latin (laughs) me uh living in the hood (laughs) me um like scary brujeria that i believe in and like you know all that stuff uh yeah that's like me i felt like that could be me like that could be real and anytime i feel like something can be real then then i i i feel like i feel more frightened right because i feel like it's it's a possibility um so anyways that movie came out um me and my ex-husband we used to live in these little houses right i think i think i just had my son at that time i can't remember but then the house that was next door the little the little bungalow that was next door it was some people just moved in it was a young couple and they were super religious they were a super religious couple mind you this movie is like coming out and like we go see it and i would like annoy my ex-husband because i'd be like (laughs) I'd be freaking scared, like, for real, like, after we saw the movies, like, that's why I'm never gonna take you to see those movies, because now you're driving me crazy, because I started, <laughs> I started thinking, and, like, kind of spying on my neighbors, because they did some suspicious shit, okay, you don't do weird shit, and, and, like, get away with it with me, like, I'm gonna be a little detective, so the first suspicious thing number one, suspicious thing number one, is that they're really into the church. Now, some of you might be asking, Ashley, why is that suspicious? People love God. I am I myself, Ashley, I'm a person of God. I have a deep relationship with God. They were church people. That says it all. They were church people, hardcore church Christians. That's number one. Number two. One day, they put black trash bags over the front windows. Who puts black trash bags over the front windows? If you're not doing crazy shit. That's number two. Once the trash bags came up, I was freaked the fuck out. I'm not gonna lie. And I had just seen that movie. So now I'm like, putting my ear up against the shared wall because I will hear stuff. I'm not going to say chanting, probably prayers, possibly chanting. I'm not putting it, not like pushing it out to the side. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, put all those things together and you have scariness next door, possible possession, possible trying to curse me. I I can't say for sure, but I I feel like bad luck was ha- like bad stuff started happening. Don't quote me. It was a long time ago. I could have just been making it up. I don't know. But all that was happening. I saw that movie. It freaking freaked me out. I was like convinced like they're evil. They're doing some weird shit on the side. You know, of course, here comes my ex-husband trying to be all logical like, well, they're 
they don't have money. Maybe they put up plastic bags because they don't have curtains right now. It's like, yeah, bro. They want you to think that. They want you to think they're putting up these curtains. I mean, these trash bags because they don't have curtains. You're falling into their trap. You're going to be the first one to die. And I'm going to have to leave you because is every man and woman for themselves. That's kind of the vibe that I was living in that moment. I've taken the baby because they ain't, they ain't cursing my baby. Um, and then like the chanting, she's like, yeah, like she sings prayers. Like she sings gospel stuff. Mm-hmm. Let me see that. What hymn is that? Let me see. Record it. Play it backwards. I need to make sure there's not a secret satanic message involved. I annoyed the shit out of him. I was like legit serious about this stuff though. I think that's what the annoying part was. I was like 100% serious. And then I would have like bad dreams, right? Because he's like, ah, you always see these scary movies and you have bad dreams. Whatever. It's not going to stop me. You don't tell me how to live my life. But anyways, that movie freaked me out. Um, What else? What other movie freaked me out? Oh, this isn't really like a horror movie. It's more of like a sci-fi movie, but it super freaked me out. It's the fourth, the fourth kind with the aliens in Alaska where they have like supposedly like the real footage and then like they do like the, like they mix it. Freaked me out. Freaked me out. I know it has nothing to do with ghosts or anything, but my, one of my biggest fears is aliens. And I'm not kidding. I'm like 1000% serious. Like I have a fear of aliens of like abductions and shit and so like when i saw that oh my god even like just talking about it right now i'm i'm getting chills because i feel like they can hear me talking about it and then and and then like i'm gonna be put on their radar and i'm not lying and i'm like legit 100 serious ask anybody who knows me like friends like longtime friends if you ask them what am i most afraid of other than dying because like that's like um when I had my kids, that became like another huge fear I had. Um, aliens. So that movie freaked me out. It fucking freaked me out, man. I was like, oh, hell no. Fuck owls. Like, fuck. Those scary little bastards. Like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. So like that. And I'm trying to think of like any kind of like classic movies that scare me, but... I think now as we get older, like we look at the classics and they're like a little bit more cheesy than they are scary. Um, but really, I feel like what is the most frightening is something that you feel like it could actually happen. Right. I think when we feel like it hits a little close to home, that's when we actually become afraid. Because like things like Freddy Krueger, like a guy that comes into your dreams, like come on that's not really realistic compared to the kind of the kinds of movies they have now like hostile and all that okay like those they're like gory scary right like they're not like scary scary movies i guess they would still be considered horror but it's like because you feel like that really happens and like that could happen you know i'm also scared of traveling now (laughs) because i always feel like i'm gonna get abducted it's all abduction, like do you, abduction from the sky, abduction from another country. Like the the point of like being taken is frightening because it's like one. It's like I feel like once 
like you're taken the chances of somebody finding a random person taking you there's to like god knows where like there's not even a way to to figure that out i feel like that's the scary part right there's millions of of homes and 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 hidden places and buildings and i mean and this is like a a person out of nowhere a a no a nowhere man right like somebody you don't even know a face in a crowd and i think that's the frightening part because i feel like when it's at that moment that you just you know what the end result's going to be so it's those kinds of like scary or horror movies that really get me but i'm like a really big chicken like in general i mean i love to be scared but i'm but i'm also like legit scared and like you're gonna have to like leave all the lights on like i'll sleep with all the lights on already already when i go to bed i sleep with the tv on um and then i leave on certain lights in my house because you're never supposed to be in complete darkness doesn't everybody know that that's like a known fact everybody knows bad things live in the dark right i'm not making this up this is fact so I leave like certain lights on in the house so I can kind of maneuver my way around and I always sleep with the TV on. I cannot sleep in complete darkness and it's not so much the sound, um, it's the light. You know, it's the light that is comforting for me, which is annoying to many new suitors. Like, not, okay, not many God, I make myself sound so horrible sometimes with my choice of words. But the the rare um, relationships or boys or men or whatever you want to call them that have had the pleasure to stay in my dwelling or even their dwelling because I make them put like that stuff on even if I'm sleeping on their home, you know, and some of them are like, no, like, no, like, I don't do that. There's somebody that I was kind of seeing for a while and he would he had like a really giant bed and he would like sleep all the way on one end and he'll sleep all the way on the other so like all the space between us and then he would like turn off all the lights and the tv and it was like pitch black like i couldn't even see my hand in front of my face black and you know it was like really difficult like for me to fall asleep comfortably you know but i always request it depends, too. I mean, I guess, you know, are they, like, cuddling me? Um, but I always prefer to have the TV on. I think it's just, it's more comforting to me and more at ease that way. But I get it. A lot of people don't like to sleep with the TV on. The light, the sound, whatever. God. Just, can't you just do what I say? <laughs> can't these guys just do what I say for, like, a little bit? You know? Make a girl feel comfortable. But yeah, that's kind of, um, ow! See, like, I was just, like, I have a scrunchie on my wrist right now. And it's on the wrist that the handcuff was on. And I rolled it up to the, like, right above the wrist bone. I don't know if that has a specific name, wrist bone. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound scientifically correct, wrist bone. Or maybe it is the wrist bone. The wrist bone's connected to the arm bone. No, that doesn't sound right either. Anyways, anyways, that's irrelevant. Um, I rolled the scrunchie up and it just hit that little tendon. And oh my God, it sent like a shooting pain up my thumb. 
Uh, I should probably have that looked at. <laughs> but yeah, like um, kind of just like putting yourself in that place, going back to what I was talking about, um, kind of putting yourself in that place, you know, when you when playing something like that and 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 having like to to really create that in your head, right? Because I, it's hard. It's hard to create fear. I feel like sadness because we hold a lot of like people can kind of pull from like their memories of sadness and sorrow, but fear like how many of us have felt that kind of fear in our lives, right? To f- be able to pull from, because I feel at least for me when I'm when I'm acting, I I pull from somewhere. I pull from emotion, my own personal emotions, my own personal experiences, and. I've never felt that kind of fear before, like a paralyzing fear. Uh, so it's hard. Not, I have to create that emotion out of out of nothing. I, I, I try to piece things together um, to help to create that. Like, what would I be feeling at that at that moment if that was me in that moment? Like, I'd be feeling like I'm going to die. I'm never going to see my kids again. That brings the sense of sadness and 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 that aspect, but the paralyzing fear, like I've never felt that kind of fear. So it it's challenging and like I said, I absolutely love it. I'm super, super excited for you know you guys to see it and I welcome critiques, right? Um and opinions, you know, because that's what it is when we create and we put it out there, we're putting it out there for people to have opinions on it. And you know, all I know is that I'm super proud of it. I'm uh, proud of being able to look at my train. Ugh. I swear, that freaking train knows when I'm doing something or when I'm really tired because it just freaking blasts its way. Yes, I hear you train. Thank you. Thank you. God. But anyways, yeah, I felt like, um, I, I mean, yeah, you put yourself um, in a place to uh, have people give their opinion. So I welcome it, you know, because I'm super proud of it. I'm super proud. I feel like it's definitely going to show people what I got. And and I just love the people that I was able to work with and create this with. And and, and for my friend who, who directed it and, and wrote it, I have so much respect for him in the industry and and I value his opinion and and I'm super happy and excited to be <clears throat> I'm getting so emotional. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> I'm I'm so happy to be a part of his 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 um his vision, you know? It, it's exciting. So definitely go to my Instagram at Ashley Alvarez official. Check it out. Uh, it's called Killer Oldies. You can actually go on the in- that Instagram page at Killer Oldies. Check it out. They'll be posting behind the scenes stuff and 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 all kinds of other goodies um, for you guys to help and promote and support the film, the short, the short film. There you go. I'm gonna put those two words together. But yeah, that's kind of like what my week looked like. After that, I was very exhausted and uh, tired, very very tired. And life went on. I went to work the next day and I was like loading um, for some of you guys that don't know. I, I have I, I bartend at night at a nightclub and then during the day I work for a um, nonprofit organization and it's a woman's shelter. It's, it's a woman's shelter and it's also transitioning into a family shelter. 
and but its basis is around homeless women and children, women and children who suffer from domestic violence <clears throat> and homelessness. So I work there uh, during the day and my jobs can consist of anything from cleaning to answering phones to, um, you know, and, um, you know, working on the house. Like there's several different houses that the women stay in, maintaining the houses, donations come in, loading stuff, dropping stuff off furniture i'm talking about lifting like heavy lifting so my body is like a noodle you know and i'm just dead and like the next time to go to work and like load up like this huge dresser me and another woman's like all females that work there and the girl that i work with she's like the same height as like five two like a small girl and we're like loading this big old dresser into this large van and i have like this like these straps on my arms that like kind of like dolly it up it was horrible I wish like there was a camera to see how ridiculous I look trying to like load this stuff sometimes like I'm just useless. I feel bad like that these poor people have to <laughs> work with me because I try really hard but sometimes like I just don't got it. I'm tired. I'm always late. I'm just I sound like a just a star employee, don't I? But that's just because, you know, I try my best, you know, I do. And I love, you know, being able to help people and, and I love, I love everything that I do because it all serves a purpose in my life, right? That's not all glamorous. It's not, you know, I don't make a ton of money. I, I work my ass off and, and I work all these jobs and I, and I do all these things to support, of course, my kids and give them a a lifestyle that I feel is comfortable, but also because I'm trying to like pursue my my dreams, you know, and and so I I work these weird hours and I work all these other jobs and I you know, they kind of all accumulate to one full-time job. <clears throat> but um yeah, that's kind of like what I did. That's my that was my week, you know. I I'm looking forward to what what's next with that. You know, I have a couple other projects that I'm working on that I'm super excited to tell you guys about too, but I can't tell you right now. And it hurts me because I love to talk and I want to share with you guys, especially everybody who listens and, and, you know, follows my podcast and follows me on social media because I really feel like, you know, you guys are the people who are like genuinely like rooting for me. I could be wrong. Like, you could just be listening to, like, hate and talk shit. That works, too. I mean, as long as you're listening, I mean, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> a, a listen's a listen, a view's a view. So, it's all good. But what do I have coming up? Um, oh, uh, you can also, in in March, on March 12th, I am going to be in um, a fashion show at La, Bu- La Buya, La Bula, um, and it's going to be freaking awesome. I'm going to be working the runway with uh, Wardrobe Divas. Uh, she creates all of her pieces by hand. I can't say what the fashion show is going to be, but it's definitely something you guys are not going to want to miss out. The events themselves are freaking awesome. And if you want tickets or anything like that, you can hit me up 
on at Ashley Alvarez official and I can send you a link so that you guys can get your tickets. And so that's kind of like something that I'm working towards. I'm supposed to be like, I want to like look good, right? Like obviously I'm going to be on stage and I'm going to be in some sort of outfit. So I'm like trying to hit the gym trying to hit the gym keyword trying i go to the gym regularly but i also eat pizza regularly and so like it just balances out i need to like stop eating pizza or like french fries french fries are like my my vice like i freaking love french fries but so i'm like been trying to like you know get back into it because i want to put my best foot forward Whenever I do anything. So if you guys want tickets to that. Like I said hit me up. It's a great event. Like they have the. Lucha Libre. Please forgive my horrible <laughs> Spanish. I am trying to work on it. That is something. I you remember if you listen to my first episode. I think it was my first one. I said I don't. Um, I don't make. New year's resolutions right. Because I'm like the. The probability of me carrying it out, it's it's not likely, you know? It's really not likely. But something that I was, I really want to do, I have, like, a list of things that I, like, I really want to do. I really want to, like, learn Spanish. I can read Spanish. I can speak it. Like, if I'm reading it, um, <coughs> if I'm reading it, I can say it. And it sounds right, like I, you know, I can say it right, but I can't have like a conversation, like a fluent conversation. And there's still like some, some um, like letter or word combos that I don't quite get. And I want to be able to have like full knowledge of, of what I'm saying and, and how to say it and even how to converse. And my ex, um, the guy who dumped me recently, um... One of the things that I really like loved about that relationship is that he he knew that that's like something that I I didn't I didn't speak Spanish and so he he would speak to me in Spanglish so he would speak to me in Spanglish and and I appreciated that because I started to understand more and and you know the more that you hear it the more that you become familiar with it and so. Now that he's no longer present, um, that's it. Like, nobody really talks to me in Spanish. My grandma, my grandma, but she's, you know, she's just getting to the age where, like, you know, it's hard to understand just because, like, you know, they kind of talk, like, a little heavier. But I really, really want to work on my Spanish. I think it's really important. Um, a lot of times, like, when I go to auditions and stuff or, like, I talk to agents, like, the first thing they ask me is, do you, you speak fluent Spanish, right? You would be, you would do really well in, in, like, Spanish television or, you know, which is cool. But I'm also, I also, I guess, fight that fact because I don't want to be just in Spanish television. I don't want to just do, you know, be that. I want to do what what I'm comfortable with, like English, universal stuff, like universal television and things like that. So I had fought it for a really long time. And I think now I'm just at the point in my life and in in, in where I want to be in my career where like I'm 
I'm going to embrace it and in a good way. I've never, I'm super proud to be Mexican-American. I mean, I was born and raised in Los Angeles. My mom was born and raised in Los Angeles. My grandmother was born and raised in Los Angeles. My dad, like, I have strong roots in Los Angeles itself. And I'm, I'm Boyle Heights. My dad's from, you know, the MacArthur Park area. My mom's from Boyle Heights. Like, I am so proud of being, you know, an, like a true, authentic Angelino. Like, uh, it, I, I love being Mexican, of, of being of Mexican descent. And it's never anything that I felt um, ashamed of. I think I just don't like when people try to put me in a box. I think that that idea is something that I steer away from because I feel like they do that to us right even within our own culture i feel like we we get stuck in a box and i never wanted to be put in there and that's a whole different conversation for a whole different time because again i could literally talk about that for hours about your stereotypes of latinos in the industry in the entertainment industry and um the struggle to not only being latina like mexican but a woman um so yeah that's a different topic for a different day my friends a different day which i'm sure will come up because i face a lot of that in today's industry when i'm out there trying to make my way but what gets me through of course is like i said your support all of you guys supporting me um it makes all the difference so when i get messages on my instagram um I love it. I love it. I love that you guys like reach out to me and support me. It's it's the greatest feeling. And I'm super excited. I cannot wait for you guys to to see the 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 video, the short, the film. And and I welcome your opinions. Um so go to my fa- uh Instagram at Ashley Oliver's official and just take a look. Let me know what you think. But as for now, I think we're going to call it an episode, right? Um, We'll be back. Will. Yeah, me and you. See, I know I say will and then I'm like, oh, it's only me. But I mean me and you. We'll get back together and we'll talk about what else I got going on in the weeks to come. Um, For everybody who reached out and was like, we count, you know, yes, come back to YouTube. It's coming. Hopefully within like the next month. Um before april before my birthday i'll have um the youtube page up and running for the pod so again thank you guys so much i hope that you guys had an awesome week and you guys continue to have an awesome week and i will check back in with you guys manana next week manana (laughs) you know what i mean but uh check it out check out the check out the short and let me know what you guys think But I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.